Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good morning, brethren, and um, thank you for coming to church this morning. Pray the Lord bless you richly in the mighty name of Jesus. This is still our month of favor, and um, I want to believe that in this month you have been enjoying favor so far. I want to thank God for this privilege, even to bring the word of God to your homes. And I pray that the Lord in his infinite mercy will bless you richly in Jesus' name. And I also want to appreciate our pastor for this opportunity, even to share the word of God with his people. And I pray that the Lord will continue to honor him in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you for your word that we are about to hear. We pray that this word will do wonders in our lives in the name of Jesus. We pray that this word will bring favor, we bring comfort, we bring comfort to those who are mourning, we bring healing to those that are sick. We pray that your word in the name of Jesus will bring deliverance even to the oppressed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you speak through me this morning and let your people be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Brethren, once again, welcome to the month of favor. And so far in this month, we have looked at the uh, different topics. First of all, for the first Sunday of this month, we looked at favor in the midst of chaos. Looked at favor in the midst of chaos and we learned that it's about perspective. It's all about perspective. Now, we are in the midst of a pandemic, but even in this midst of pandemic, certain people are still viewing it in a different dimension. Might be looking at it as a lockdown, but some people are looking at it as a privilege and as an opportunity for them to actually spend more intimate time with their family. For some, it's time to it's an opportunity to spend more time with the with God. For some, they might consider it in different perspectives. So, brethren, I want us to look at what we are experiencing now from the God's own eyes, from God's own perspective, because favor of God is not the absence of challenges. Indeed, favor of God is what you experience in the midst of the chaos. It's what you experience in the midst of the contention. Last week, by the grace of God, we looked at the, the mechanism of favor. Okay, we look at the mechanics of favor, and we understood that it is not just about hard work. We understood the success equation, that it is preparation plus hard work and plus favor. So we need the favor of God in order for us as children of God even to, break through, to experience breakthrough in life. By the grace of God today, we will be taking it from there. But before I introduce the topic for today, I want us to read the scripture. And as you can see on your screen, we have Psalm 46, verse 7 to 11. Psalm 46, verse 7 to 11, I'm reading from the New International Version. The word of the Lord says, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Verse 10. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. Our God, of the God of Jacob, is our fortress. 
So, beloved, this morning, I would like to speak to you about the topic, rest in his favor. Amen. Rest in his favor. And this topic is taken from verse 10 of the scripture that we have just read. It says, be still and know that I am God. So, the place of you being still is a place of knowing that, yes, it is a place of rest. Be still and know that I am God. While you are still, you need to rest in his person. You need to rest in his favor. So far in this month, we've defined favor as the grace of God or the blessing of God or the resultant effect of the interest of God or his hand upon an individual. You see, I want to emphasize on the last bit of that definition, the resultant effect of the interest of God or his hand upon an individual. So we understood that to be favored is to be preferred above every other person. Even not a, not a function of your qualification, but it is a function of the interest of God upon your life. And so for this morning, I want to discuss favor in the context of an endorsement. So I would say favor is God's endorsement. Amen. And what is an endorsement? It, an endorsement is that seal of approval. Is that statement of approval that yes indeed I approve of you. That yes indeed you are mine. Hallelujah. So when you are favored it, it implies that God has endorses you. What it implies is that God approves of you. Amen. Now in the world, we have different type of eye endorsement. I know Oprah Winfrey used to have or have an, a, a book club. And when an author that could have so, just sold maybe a few hundred copies is endorsed by Oprah Winfrey in a, on a show or in a book club, this author's book can now sell or millions of copies even to become a bestseller. All she needs to say to her audience is, I've read this book and I think this book is a must read. And look, lo and behold, people will go all out to look to buy the book and to read that book. And the book becomes a bestseller. So since 1996, they have they've approved or endorsed about 86 books. And most of them went on to become bestseller. I believe the latest is Becoming by Michelle Obama. So what am I saying? We, if Oprah Winfrey can endorse a book and it becomes a bestseller, if celebrities, musicians, footballers can wear a cloth, even the royalty can wear a cloth, and the cloth becomes a sellout even within a matter of hours, Consider it. If the king of kings, the lord of lords, endorses you, what is going to happen? You begin to stand out. When God endorses you, you begin to experience the divine transformation. You begin to experience a level of divine breakthrough such that even what it seems that you are not qualified for, God qualifies you for that. The road that it appears that I can never get there, it, what you think will take you years and months to achieve, God can do it in a matter of seconds. So, 
God's favor can bring you from dungeon to even to the palace, from prison to palace. Remember the story of Joseph. Joseph, within one hour, was transformed from being a slave, from being a prisoner, to becoming the prime minister. It is the favor of God on the life of this young man that makes him to experience that level of transformation. So when you are favored, it doesn't mean that you will not experience challenges. No. Okay? When you are favored, it doesn't mean that you will not experience rejection. It doesn't mean that you will not experience disappointment. It doesn't mean that people will not ridicule you. No, that doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't mean. What it implies that God knows you. Okay? So when you are a favored person, God knows you. And God is able to turn around that disappointment. God is able to take you from that place of isolation even to that place of celebration. Remember the story of Jephthah in the Bible. Jephthah was rejected because they said he was the son of a bondwoman. He was a bastard, so to speak. But it got to a point that the elders came to him and said, Jephthah, we need you to fight for us in this battle. So a person that is favored will be remembered even no matter how, how long ago or how much time has passed that they have been forgotten. So for you to be remembered or for you to be favored, it implies that you are fighting the battles of life from the place of victory. You are not fighting for victory. Indeed, you are fighting from victory. Little wonder the Bible says in the book of Psalm 46 verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. Exodus chapter 14 verse 14, the word of the Lord says, I will fight for you and you will hold your peace. That peace, that being still is the place of resting in God. Is the place of resting in the God of God. Psalm 5 verse 12 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as a shield. So, beloved, I'm telling you this morning that the favored must always rest in God. You should not run elter-scatter. You should not run from pillar to post looking for things that are not missing. All you need to do is to say, I am favored of God. I am resting in God. Amen. God has endorsed me, and that is why I will rest in him. I heard a story of this woman who has no qualification, but heard about a company or a university that was re recruiting a typist. That was several years ago. And as part of the benefits of that role is that your children will be sponsored or will have the opportunity of attending that university free of charge. So the woman said, well, the maximum I can get is no. So she went in for the role, and then the person that first interviewed her was, uh, that first discussed with her was not very welcoming. And then she said, okay, as part of this interview, you need to type for five minutes, and then we will check how many words you can type in five minutes. And so she started, and when it was almost five minutes, the, the person that was listening to her got a phone call. And when she looked up to look at the person, the woman, the lady said, keep typing. Is it your phone call? It's my phone call. 
And so she kept on typing for another five minutes and making ten minutes all, uh, all together. But you know what? When they were about to check, oh, how many words were, did each of the applicants type? They discovered that she actually typed more than any other person. Not knowing that indeed she typed for double the amount of time. She got the job. Our children, three of them, they went through the university free of charge. I want to tell you, when people think that they are working against you, indeed they are working in your favor. When the brothers of Joseph sold him into slavery, they thought they are working against him. They are indeed sending him to the place of favor. And I pray that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. So, brother, I want to encourage you this morning that the business that stems from the, some fear is a thief. The business that stems from fear is a thief. It steals not only your ability to rest, it takes away your ability to hear the voice of God. When you are busy running from pillar to post, worried about what you shouldn't be worried about, it is stealing your joy, it is stealing your ability to rest in God, it is also stealing your ability to hear from God. So to rest in God... Or to rest in God's favor is to acknowledge that the creator of the universe approves of you. To acknowledge that the creator of the universe is for you. And as we learned last week, it's not only about hard work. Yes, it's good to work hard. But I want to tell you, there are certain instances that your wisdom, your IQ will not even take you near any, will not even give you that success that you so desire. I want to tell you that the favor of God can place you at the right place at the right time. There are so many people that they say, oh, I'm just fortunate, I'm just lucky. But I want to tell you, you sometimes you think you are lucky, you are experiencing the favor of God. Maybe you drove to Tesco one of these days and it was, everywhere was busy. And as soon as you are stepping in, somebody is driving out and you just park there at, the, at that parking lot, at that parking space. It is not that you are lucky. It is God favoring you. It is God redeeming time for you. Amen. There are several instances that you just got, something just come to you. It is not that you are lucky. It is just God working for you. It is just God causing time to walk in your favor. Amen. So only God can do the supernatural. Only God can do the supernatural. And that is why with when you have favor with him, he can give you that rest. You may not be qualified for that job, but just say to yourself, I am favored of God. And because you are favored, God can qualify you for that position. Amen. So to be successful in life, brethren, you need to rest in his favor. So how can I rest in his favor? Okay? So how can you rest in his favor? Brethren, to rest in his favor, first of all, starts from trusting in God. Put your trust in God. So foundational to trust or to our rest is the assurance of who God is. Foundational to rest is the assurance of who God is. You need to know that God is good. You need to know that God is love. And you need to know that God can be trusted. You need to know that God can be trusted. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. The word of the Lord says, For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, 
in returning and rest, you shall be saved. Amen. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. Amen. The last part says, but you were unwilling. Amen. But you were unwilling. When we run Elkaskelter, trying to solve the challenges that we are facing all on our own, we are not willing at that point. But the word of the Lord says to you this morning, in returning to me, in resting in me, will you be saved. In quietness and in trusting me will be your strength. Exodus chapter 14 verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you will need only to be still. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. You need to rest in his favor. You need to rest in God. You need to trust in God. Psalm 116 verse 7 says, Rest or return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. So when you know that God can be trusted, you will stop striving. When you know that God can be trusted, you will stop trying to make a way for yourself. When you know that God can be trusted, you will leave everything to God and, have, and see, how, see the miracles that God will perform. Noah as an example. Noah trusted God. Noah loved God. Noah was different in this world in, in, in those days. God appeared to Noah. God said to Noah, build an ark for me. I'm going to flood the earth. How does he even understand what the flooding means? Because it has not rained on the earth at that time. But Noah obeyed God. For years, he was building the ark. For years, he was calling the people. God is calling you to repentance. But yet, lo and behold, they did not listen to him. But at the end of it all, Noah, his family, his wife, his children, and his children's, or his sons and his son's wife, they were saved. Noah got saved because he placed his trust in God. God said, go on and do this. Noah believed God. He went into action, and that brought him salvation. The people that were connected to Noah, they, also, they were also saved. So I want to tell you something. When you are favored, those connected to you will also receive favor. Amen. So as parents, your, the favor upon your life can actually work for your children. So I want to tell you that by putting your trust in God, by resting in his favor, you are not only going to enjoy that favor, people around you will begin to enjoy the same level of favor that you are enjoying. Amen. And I pray the Lord will help us to rest in his favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at the woman with the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8, verse 43 to 48. The woman with the issue of blood experienced the favor of God. Why? Because she had faith. She said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. Look at that point. If only I can touch the hem of his garment. It's a state of rest. When you are resting under, the, the, say you are resting like the story of Martha and Mary. Mary sat beside, the, beside Jesus Christ, sat at his feet 
And at that feet, that is where you can touch the hem of his garment. This woman said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. It's not if only I can run to him and grab him. No, that is the place of you trying to work things out. He says, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. To touch the hem of God's garment, you need to go down. Go down in the place of rest. And she did that. And that was how she received a healing. Amen. And I pray that the Lord will cause us to rest in him, to put our trust in him, to receive that deliverance that we desire in the name of Jesus. Another thing you can do to rest in his favor is to declare favor. Is to declare favor. Brethren, one way to express your faith or one way that our faith is released is through our word. And there is a connection between speaking favor and receiving favor. So your faith can be released through your words. But and at the same time, there's a connection between when you speak favor and when you receive favor. So many a times you don't receive favor because you are not speaking favor. So it is not enough to believe that you have favor or to expect favor. You have to take a step further by declaring favor. Amen. So what are you declaring over your life? What are you declaring over your family? Are you declaring that I am favored? Are you declaring that I am healed? Are you declaring that I am lifted up? Brethren, it is time to start speaking. It is time to start shouting. It is time to start declaring. Every day, rise up in the morning. You don't have to shout. Just declare it. I am favored of the Lord. I have the favor of the Lord upon me. Everywhere I get so today, people begin to favor me. My health begin to work in my favor. My job begin to work in my favor. My finances begin to work in my favor. The word of the Lord tells us that thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy way. Job chapter 22, verse 28. So the word of the Lord is telling you to decree your, the favor that you desire. Decree it upon your life. Decree it upon your family. Decree it upon your job. Decree it upon your children. And then the favor will come upon you. Amen. And that is one of the things that you need to notice. The power of a praying mother. Sometimes you just discover that your, your parent might be praying, praying for you. But I want to tell you what they are decreeing over your life. Go a long way to work for you. So as, well as, as for us as parents, always decree upon your children. You are blessed. You are favored. Those positive confessions begin to work in their life. And so for us as children of God, I, be, I want to encourage you. Begin to declare the favor of God. Every time you wake up, shout it. Say, God, thank you for endorsing me today. And by the time God endorses you, you go out there. Men have no choice than to endorse you. Men have no choice than to favor you. And that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. An example of this is King David. In Psalm 23, verse 6, King David said, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life, that is declaration. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. The word goodness here can be said to be favor. Surely, favor and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And little wonder, David was able to kill a giant that was twice, even more than twice as big as he is. He was able to, to, his enemy could not kill him. And he was able to ascend onto the throne. 
And because David received the favor, the mercy, and the goodness of God, our Lord and Savior came through his generation, came through him, came through his family. Amen. That is the height of favor. For you to enjoy that favor, you need to declare it. So, brother, I want to encourage you, rather than complaining about the challenges that you are facing, rather than saying, oh, this sickness is going to get the best of me. No, don't say such negative things. Rather than confessing negativity, begin to declare positivity. Begin to declare good things about your, uh, about your health. Are you sick? Pick up your Bible. What does the Bible say about healing? What does the Bible say about uh, deliverance? What does the Bible say about you being made whole? Begin to declare those things. Are you struggling with your finances? Are you struggling in your academics? Are you struggling in your place of work? What does the Bible say about those things? The Bible says, I shall be the head and not the tail. Begin to declare it. And once you do that, it begins to work for you. There is a connection between speaking favor and receiving favor. So I want to encourage you today, begin to speak it. As the Lord placed a dream in your heart, brother, I want to encourage you to begin to share that dream. Begin to speak that dream. And that will begin to work in your, in, for you in the mighty name of Jesus. So brethren, when you know that you have favor, you will have the boldness and confidence to act big. To act big. Amen. When you know that you have favor, there's a confidence in you that will make you to ask for something bigger. There's a confidence in you that will make you to say, no, can I get more of this? Remember the story of the children of Israel. When they were about to leave the land of Egypt, God said to them, go to your neighbor. Tell them to give you ornament, to give you gold. They went and they said, can I have this? Can I have that? And the, Israel, the Egyptians gave them to the children of Israel. That is the power of favor. When you know that you are favored, even in your place of work, you have the confidence to say, my father said, this next position is mine. Can I have it? Hallelujah. You can go to your boss and say, look, this, I, am, I believe I am favored. And that is why I'm asking for a pay rise. Amen. I believe that I am favored, and that is why I am asking for this thing that I know is my rightful position. Amen. So to be favored, you need to ask, and you need to take advantage of what God is doing in your life. Look at the life of Nehemiah. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 8, I'm reading from the New International Version. Bible says, and may and may I have a letter to Asaph, keeper of the royal park, so he will give me timbers to make beams for the gate of the citadel by the temple and for the city wall and for the residence I occupy. And because the gracious hand of God favor, because the gracious hand of God favor, emphasis mine, was on me, the king granted my request. Nehemiah was a slave, and yet he said to the king, the, my, the, the temple in my homeland is in ruin. I want to go and repair it. The king did not say, what do you mean? You are a slave here. The king said, how long do you want to go for? Nehemiah gave him the date, the time or the duration. He also said, oh, 
king, can I have this? Can I have a letter so I can tell people that, oh, you have given me permission. That letter from the king is an endorsement. And that endorsement is the hand of God working for you. That is the favor of God. And it says, because the gracious hand of God, his favor was upon me, the king granted my request. Who is that king around you? Who is that king in your family? Who is that king that you need to get something for? Say, the gracious hand of God is upon me. Grant me my request. Grant me my heart desire. And I want to assure you that God will give this to you. This is your advantage. Beloved, you may not have the connection, but you have the advantage. And that advantage is the favor of God. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 says, Ask for rain in the time of rain. It looks illogical. How can you ask for rain when it's already the time for rain? The word of the Lord is saying, even though you know that I am in the, you are in the realm of favor, you still need to ask for favor. You still need to declare favor. And I want to encourage you, going forward, beloved, begin to declare favor. And that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, brethren, in conclusion, when you live life believing that you are favored, you would not have to worry about anything. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 tells us not to, be, not to worry for anything. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Make your request known to God is the place of declaring that which you desire. Is that the place of telling God that I desire favor. I am favored. I am favored in the mighty name of Jesus. So you need to believe God that God knows you and he knows what you need, and God will release that which you need unto you. Brethren, rest in God's unhand and unmerited favor, and watch him put you in the right place at the right time. And I pray that this will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. So, beloved, be conscious of the favor of God upon your life. Believe it. Speak the favor of God, and definitely you will receive the favor of God. To rest in his favor, you need to trust God for who he is. You need to trust him that he is able to do that which he says he will do. And you need to declare that which he said he's going to do concerning your life. Do you have a revelation? Has God revealed something to, to concerning your life to you? And it appears it's not coming forth. It is time for you to call it forth. Jesus Christ said unto Lazarus, Lazarus, comfort, and Lazarus stood up from the state of the dead, and he came alive. That thing that is in you that appears to be dead, that gift that is in you that is re recessive, I want you to call it forth, that is dormant. Call them forth, and they will begin to comfort. Begin to declare positivity. Begin to declare goodness. Begin to declare favor. And I pray that will be your position in the name of Jesus. Amen. Before we pray, I just want to tell you, if you are here and you have not given your life to Christ, you are listening to me and you know that, oh, even if God is going to favor you, you will not get it because you are not part of his own. You don't have his endorsement. I want to encourage you to give your life to Christ this morning. So if you are here, I just want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. I open the door of my, of my, of my life and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. 
Make me the kind of person you want me to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you have declared that prayer, if you have said that prayer, I believe you are not part of the family of Christ and God is ready to favor you. Before we close, I just want you to say this declaration. It's on your screen. I want you to declare with me. Then we pray and we close. It says, I decree, I decree favor. I declare favor over my family. Favor over my marriage. I want to say it with me. Let's read it together. I declare favor over my family. Favor over my marriage. Favor over my finances. I declare favor at work. Favor with my boss. Favor with my colleagues. Favor with my clients in Jesus' name. I declare favor is opening new doors of opportunities. New doors of promotion. New doors of increase. New doors of abundance unto me in the name of Jesus. I declare favor over my health, my strength, my energy, my wholeness. I am free from sickness, chronic pain, depression, and addiction in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother, let's just pray. Thank you, Father, for this privilege to share your word with your people. Lord, we pray that even as we have called up, we have declared. Lord, we pray that you will, your, your, possible, your hands will be on our life in the name of Jesus. And every one of us will begin to enjoy your favor in the name of Jesus. That's your approval. That's your endorsement. We begin to enjoy even as we go into the end of this year in the mighty name of Jesus. That it help us to put our trust in you. That it help us to look unto you. And we know that even as we look unto you, we will not be disappointed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you always answer us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So, brethren, as you go in this week, begin to declare favor, begin to prophesy favor, begin to confess favor, and you will receive favor in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.